Podcast. Celebrating the mistakes that all parents make. You're listening to the Shit Dad Podcast. G'day, g'day, and thanks for joining us at the Shit Dad Podcast, where we try to change you from lad to quintessential Aussie dad while celebrating the fatherhood wins and bins that come with it. I'm Nick. I'm Dave. And we thank you once again for taking the time out of your busy days to have a listen and share your fatherhood stories. This episode, we are talking to Kalen or Cal um, about his fatherhood journey and some other fun stuff. Cal's a, a youth worker and a father of two, but uh, let's kick it off with a couple of jokes. Yeah, I'll kick it off. You know, guys, I childproof my house because of my kids. Did you? Yeah, but they still keep getting in. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> A uh, mate of mine got fired from his job as a taxi driver. Apparently, the customers don't appreciate it if you go the extra mile. Singing in the shower is fun until you get the soap in your mouth. Then it's a soap opera. Oh, that's oh. good. Yeah, nah, that's good. That's a good what start. A, what a save on the spot and in. <laughs> yeah, Throw him in the deep end. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I had, oh, other, I had one more. This, yeah, good. Yeah, the other one was I don't like stairs. Mm. They're always up to something. Oh, that's good. I like that. Cheeky mm. stuffers. Yeah. Do you live, you don't live in a two story, do you? No. No. Yeah. Okay. So the thing about stairs is, speaking of stairs, Mm. is there's always something, there's always a pile of shit at the top of the stairs and the bottom of the stairs. And if you've got young kids, mainly up and down the stairs as well. So you're (laughs) dodging landmines on the way up, but really dodging them on the way down. And there's a good chance that the pile of shit at the top of the stairs has been there for a while because it's all the shit that you don't want upstairs. <laughs> and you just, yeah, you throw, throw it, at, it the top, at the top of the stairs and then just always forget to take it down. So See, I thought it would just be some cardboard boxes that you ripped open and slid down oh, the stairs see, on all the time. I'd be all for that if yeah. you're only going through rock at the bottom. But yeah. we've got a glass pane window at the bottom. So you, it's a little bit more dangerous going through glass than it is rock. Look, I, yeah, I can... Vouch for that and I did that as a kid. Maybe a mattress? <laughs> we, we used to do you it on yeah, a mattress. From a mattress at the glass? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. I was going to say, we used to go down on the mattress as kids. Oh, that's The fun. three of us. like Yeah, I think the youngest is probably too small. So you've it. had a few head knocks in your life, haven't you? Yeah, I'm fucking super special. <laughs> <laughs> do you lick walls? Uh, or windows? Sometimes. Uh, <laughs> a bit of both. It depends on the day. <laughs> Our trip to Australia Zoo mm. made me start thinking about this. Go. Limits with friends' kids. So where is it? So, for example, mm. go back to, and I'll leave my story till later on. It yep. comes in, up in a segment. But the old um, bouncing pillow there at Australia Zoo. Yep. So, we're like, where is the limit? Because your boys were like, come and get me, Dave. And yeah. then it was like, come and get me, David. I'm like, call me my full name. I'm going to get yeah, you. I'll smash I'm going to get yeah, you. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. choke slam yeah, you too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where do you see this, little bastard? <laughs> um, no, but I'm like, limits with friends. After like, I was walking away and I'm like, Man, some of those double bounces I was doing, I'm like, they were pretty vicious. You know me though. I'm, yeah. I'm all for it, eh? I'm like sending to the moon with <laughs> Look, those double bounces. I though. get it. And I think it's probably due to the friend. But I mean, yeah. I just sit there afterwards. I'm like, man, all I needed was one of your boys to go wrong, like go the wrong <laughs> way and like break their arm. And I'm like, yeah. and there I am. Like I get in it. trouble with your missus. And my missus. Yeah. Not know. me. No. We'd laugh over it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that brings up another thing. Don't you pretend to be angry when your missus is angry? Have yeah. you ever done that? To, to you the have kids? To. So to each other? To no, no. Where, so if she's like... angry at the kids yeah, you have to. over oh, yeah. something you do not give two shits about. Yeah, you're not at front for sure. You have to, yeah. 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 And you're like, what the fuck am I angry for? Yeah. And then, yeah, but I don't know. Lately I've been like, 
there's there's United front, and then there's just getting angry about nothing. So you just mm. gotta. I don't. It's a hard one to play because if if there's if you if your wife is getting angry about something that probably doesn't require getting angry about. That's the line. You have to sort of talk to them about it because I'm Don't sure do it in front of the kids, though. God no, 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 no. no. no, no that's, yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and vice versa as well. If you're getting angry at the kids and your missus is pulling you up, and you're going, "Fuck, just leave me alone. I'm doing what I've got yeah. to do." Yeah. There's a, probably a good chance you're overreacting as well, and I've found that out recently as well. Mm. Cam uh, is away tonight because his wife decided to have the baby uh, pretty well now, so uh, it's all pending mm. at the moment. And um, but that's why Cam's not here tonight. Yeah. He's there to support the wife. Um, with good reason too. So yeah. happy he, days. He, he wanted to be here, but we said, "No, nah, mate, don't." Yeah, you, we pushed you, him you, away. You need yeah. to be with you need to be with the wife. Good tonight, support, mate. fellas. Yeah, yeah definitely yeah. support. Yep. Yeah, good, good look after your bros. Now, <laughs> social shit battery. Have you seen anything this week that tickled your fancy, Dave? Fucking plenty, actually. Go on. Yeah, so I was, <laughs> I saw lots, but three really stuck with me. Good. So it was more so because of Cam's news this morning. I'm like, I saw it. And I'm like, this is great. Mm-hmm. Three car seats in the back he was talking about and he's yeah. been like so spruiking himself. himself. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, but what happens when those three kids want to fight with each other, mate? Oh, yeah. What are you going to do? Well, you're going to cut some cardboard out and you're going to put up some cardboard barriers Oh, good them. idea. <laughs> that's good. That's a good so dad hack. So I've seen that one. That's yeah, good. I so like that, yep. like... Very good dad hack. That was one. Um, the other one I saw was for the mums and the dads. Mm-hmm. Whose kids get in their cupboards and just steal all the good snacks if you can't get them up high oh, enough yeah. or they can climb? Yep. 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 All right, well, hide your chocolates or whatever in a bag of beans or some shit that oh, they don't like put in the fridge. Good. So they're never going to go in them. That's strong. Veggie crisper. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Problem mm-hmm. is on the person who steals them. Chocolates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's oh. a chain on your fridge. <laughs> <Yeah. there. laughs> everyone else has got it, including my kids. My yeah. dog's even got a key. I just don't. <laughs> and then- that's awesome. And the last one, and this is my best because I watched how actually I'm really proud of us. All the kids wanted cups yeah. on the weekend, but it's not normally like that. They want the cones, and I'm just sick of looking and saying, I got ice cream on me. And then you're like, oh my God, you got ice cream everywhere. Mm-hmm. Ice block drip catcher. Turn the top of your coffee cup. Yeah, you take away mugs, mm. put the paddle pop stick through it. Oh, that's good. Mm. Catches all of it. Look at that. Oh, that's like some it. social shit dattery and mm-hmm. a half. I love that. I'm like, this, that, that's fucking perfect. Yeah. This is like this is dad hack central. Yep. Oh, wow. Is Not it? sort of what we're going for, but sort of what I want to from now on. That's good. No, well, that was my shit dattery because I'm like, perfect. you know what? I'm going to give. Yeah, just be a ah. giver. Mm. I'm just going to complain. So I just saw something that I, saw, <laughs> I thought was real funny. And a guy uh, posted that on Facebook that um, trying to hide from your toddler with a dog in the house is just impossible. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Actually, I play hide and seek with an f- almost four-year-old. And then once I finally get a really good spot or I'll like I know where she's and then I move, yeah, yeah, I can hear her like after a little bit saying, I don't want to play anymore. This yeah. is too hard. <laughs> You're not making it fun. <laughs> just because go find you. Just because you hide where I just hid doesn't make it any fucking Do you know what comes good with Google Home? We have a um, the little app that you can go upstairs and downstairs. You can control it. Yeah. So when I'm hiding downstairs in the the pantry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll launch a song up on one of their Googles. So they're like, he's upstairs. They all go sprinting and then I go and hide somewhere so where they've already pecked. Uh, they've already checked. Oh mate, works a dream. And then they go, they look they tip upside tip upstairs, upside down trying to find me. Finally realise I'm not up there. Come back down and be like, 
What were you doing? Just get the color. Yeah. yeah what? Huh? Now they just get the coloring book out and sit yeah. at the table, and I'm just sitting behind the curtain, like, oh, well, this isn't too comfortable. Guess the game's over. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna sneak out the back door and sit in the hammock. Well, that's your problem. You've got to find a hiding spot that's comfortable. Yeah. True. Yeah. In case you rookie, never get found. Rookie error. Mm-hmm. Um, six or less. The new segment we bought in last week, where we ask listeners to tell us something or the topic of the week in six words or less. <laughs> it, it has been coming up good. Uh, this week, I asked them to six words or less to tell us the things not to do after getting the snip. So, have you had the snip yet, Cal? No, I'm okay. planning my trip to Thailand. Oh, snip yeah. trip. Snip trip. Yeah, yeah. cool. That's interesting. Well, the girls go over and get their boobs done. I thought, you know, get a group of blokes go over. I don't drink, but yeah, sip margaritas or something on the beach with ice packs on my nuts. That is a cracking idea. It's like a what a boys trip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're going to do it at the end of the trip or the start? Oh, it's got to be at least a, towards the end. Can yeah. we have a name for it? So Snip Trip you've got? Snip I've got trip. one. Hollis Bay. Not Holidays. Space. Holiday. Yeah, that's good. Uh, so some of the, the listeners got back to us with uh, what not to do after getting the snip in six words or less, jog home. <laughs> Watch porn. Which we got <laughs> true that because ouch. But... After a few days, you're supposed to just go a few times. Yeah, to make sure it's all clean. Yeah, like yeah, clean out the pipes. Yeah. Clean out the yeah, pipes. Definitely. Yeah. Anyone who's done it knows that it, it doesn't it doesn't hurt heaps. It's like not agony, but it's like an uncomfortable ache. It's probably the best way to describe it. So some, the ice uh, is beautiful. Go. Also, another thing not to do yep. is eat the whatever you use as ice. Eat the peas or eat the corn. Because that nasty. <laughs> like you don't have Bare corn on your bare balls, but wait, why? Why are you putting that? Warm? Who's gonna? Because you've defrosted a bag of peas on your nuts. Who's doing that? Well, that's what you do. Uh, if you don't yeah, own I, an I, ice pack, I get that. I get the defrosting, but you, why would you be chewing on the peas that are? Oh, on your of course. Peas? Yeah, that's what I mean. That's that's what not to do. Yeah, on for your sure. Peanuts, which Mister Four used to call them. Peanuts. The peanuts. The peanuts. peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. One of mine calls them the beans. The Got beans. the beans. <laughs> or you definitely don't forget the frozen peas. That's another one. In six words or less. Uh, <laughs> I've got two more. Go to the massage parlor. <laughs> Another yep. wank-related one. Mm. Or wrestle with the kids because that's a no-no even when your balls are fine. Mm. My, I don't know about you guys. My five-year-old leads with his knee with everything. Like even coming up for a cuddle, he'll lead with his knee and it's almost nine times out of ten, it's hitting me in the nuts. <laughs> Mine alternates between his knee and his head. Oh, wow. He's just, yeah. just coming for the kid. The hug when he when he does want a hug. They are waist height though, to be fair, aren't they? Yeah. And yeah, you just gotta yeah, gotta keep an eye out. Nah, mine's <laughs> miss almost miss four. Like it's like, Dad, Dad, Dad. No, you can't grab there. Love slide the head over. Just they just look up like they're just so it's so innocent. What are you doing? I'm like, <laughs> like Pushes, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 I'm like, right, right, nope, I'm not talking. No, no, we're, 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 not not we're, we're, we're not gonna talk about this. <laughs> I thought about this one. I thought about don't go play cricket. Yeah. Pop the box in, like, could you imagine? Oh yeah. There's nothing worse. Whoa. Even with the box. With in. the box. With the box, yeah. it just it's like ache. It's like 
anyone in professional cricket who cops one and is brave enough to stand there and have another fucking pace bowler <laughs> bowl 140 down at him and mm. dead set. Like, I mean, if I'm that bowler... Come I'm on, who's bowling 140 in warehouse <laughs> cricket? Let's be honest. Oh, that's, that's, right. that's, that's like Mitchell Stark numbers. <laughs> I'm not joking, mate. I, not used to, I used to go to school with a kid who used to bowl like 140 in grade 10. That's cool. Shoot. Yep. And, I was just and like, his name was Mitchell Stark. No, he was not. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I went to school with Starkey. No, but look, no way. Like if I was that bowler, you know where I'm aiming yeah, for. Yeah, going straight back in. I'm bowling like waist high full tosses. Oh, I'm wow. I'm for the rest of the, rest of the over. Rest of the over. <laughs> I want to see tears. Yeah. I want to go to the ground. Get up. <laughs> you think that vasectomy hurt? Watch this one. <laughs> Give us a spell. The dads have gone to knock the top off a cold one and have a Captain Cook. The ankle biters aren't giving their mum some strife. They'll be back in a sec. Don't blow your top. Back with Cal. You. Giddy up. Perfect. <laughs> uh, so I just want to know a bit more about you as a dad and um, and what you do, but... Yeah, tell us about yourself yeah. first of all, and um, yeah, and then yeah. Uh, what am I? Forty three, forty three um, of a South African descent. Been living out Northside now, where we are for the last four years. Built out there. Uh, wife, two kids, uh, a Miss Nine. Got to get that right. And a Mister Four, Master mm-hmm. Four. Um, yeah, life's been an interesting ride. Really interesting ride. Uh, quite a younger time, or young adult work was in hospitality, spent some time in banking finance, community service, youth work, um, and then more recently in mental health. Mm. Um, so now working in, with, well, with men, uh, in, uh, with men's mental health, uh, recovery, resilience, that's sort of, that's kind of my niche, that's where I, I sit. Um, but dealing, dealing with, um. I guess your your C suite executive type um, men um, that have either gone into rehab or have experienced some sort of recovery or substance abuse, and uh, my program that I've kind of developed and been working the last eighteen months has been a program of fly in live in program where I spend three nights a week with a man who's been kicked out of his house, done mm-hmm. his time in rehab, and is now trying to transition back into life. And trying to get back on, on track. Yeah. So yeah. So that's let's call that the big dollar boys, the, mm-hmm. the guys who can and do those sort of programs. Do you have any advice for, um, for dads who might be struggling with their their own mental health? Um, well, we'll just call it mental wellness because mm. you, like mental health is just like such a broad mm. thing. But if you like, we'll talk about mental wellness. Like, if if a man's not feeling right, um, it's affecting his family. And he doesn't know what to do about it. Can't really afford rehab, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, what, what's your advice to those guys? Get around some people. Absolutely, get around a couple of blokes. That's the best thing you can do. Um, as as you know, the, the time in hospitality, the amount of times I would be at the pub I was managing or, or, or working at, the amount of times I'd see the bar flies, the old guys sitting at the end of the bar, drink for three hours on their you know forex goals, um, but they'd be complaining about the same shit. You know, complaining about the missus, complaining about work. But they've just spent three, four hours talking shit mm. at a bar. It's good to talk shit. Don't get me wrong. You know, get mm. around the blokes. But 
not really talking about the real issues, are you? Get into it. You know, share share the load. Um, because, yeah. And I think with the work I've been doing and, and being in mental health, it's not that guys don't talk. It's that guys don't know how to respond. Yeah. Right. Yeah? So I think people will open up when they've yeah. had a few drinks. Yeah. Um, and then your mate on the other side goes, oh, shit, I don't know how to I don't know what to do with that. And then everyone forgets in the morning because, oh, I was too drunk. I don't know what you said. But it's, it's going around in someone's head and then guilt and shame all goes in. You shut down because you've shared something and it wasn't – the sharing wasn't reciprocated. So it do doesn't you, go anywhere. I reckon it's so important, like, when you don't know how to respond to something, to ask questions. Like, so many people just sit back and go, oh, yeah, shit, man, that sucks. That's no good. Or ask, what do you mean? Yeah, what like what what's See, what do you mean by that? Yeah, like, uh, like if you don't understand that, that's is there anything I can do yeah. to help or you know that sort of stuff? What would you like? Yeah, like you don't you don't have to come up with a solution. No. See, I try to like I use this more in my profession than not saying that I I don't use it in my everyday life. If someone comes and talks to me like you know I have in the past, I'm like I actually don't know how to help or respond, but I'm here just talk just mm. keep talking. Mm. If I can jump in and you know like even if it's just like. Or maybe I would try this. Have you tried? Yeah. You know, like it, those odd. You know, like because it's, the, like you said, the worst thing that you want is sit there and go, "Hey, here's my heart and soul." Yeah. Um, crickets. Crickets. Yeah, yeah. and you're like, all of us. You We've know, spoken so. a bit about it on the pod before, yeah. and just opening the door. You don't even have to share. You don't have to like. Or if you can just sit there and listen to your mate or a bloke, and just offer that ear, just to. Mm. You don't want to fall on deaf ears when you're yeah. pouring your heart and soul out. But I think if you're the one listening, you've got to be able to just ask questions, ask them what they want to achieve from this chat, like that sort of thing. Just be present. Yeah, be if you're present. present. If, you, if you're in the moment and, you know, don't have to be dicky about it, but if you're in there and you're actually listening, that's generally what most people, mm. you know. Mm. That's just what because we're the chest. Yeah, exactly. And just because we're blokes and we want to, we want to fix something, mm. you yeah. know, it's not about that, you know. I think, it, yeah, if you can, if you can open, open – Openly share a story, yeah, and it gets received, and you just felt like you actually got it off your chest. Then you know that's half the job. We talk about men's mental health, but let's talk about kids' mental health. Because oh. starting from such a young age, how can we adapt that, or how would you suggest that we can adapt that sort of mentality to our kids You've and get them to, to open up? Time. You got to make time for kids. And I, I don't. We'll talk about the ADHD later, but I, I didn't previously. But you've got to make time. We're always on a schedule. You look at your calendar. You know, mm. You've got to be out the door by eight twenty, to get to school by eight twenty-five, so they can walk in the door. But you know, you don't. You, you margin. You've got to have margin in your calendar mm. for your kids. That's good. And, they, and and knowing that when you're at home, you're at home. You know, there's nothing worse. And I, I'm, I was just shocker for it. But being at home and wishing I was working. And then when I was working, I was wishing I was at home. Like mm. that cycle yeah. alone, like that as a as a father, just destroys you. Is that what it was like when you were young? Like, well, how did you get raised? Is that how you were raised? Well, my my old man was a he was a teacher through most of so an educator, um, and then mum was at home through primary school. So we were in the Riverina for primary school, and then I grew up in Alice Springs for my high school years. But yeah, dad was dad was teaching. And mum was a boarding house mistress. At, um, mistress, yeah, I think they still call them that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even yeah, now. yeah. yeah. Um, 
I don't know if that was PC or what. Whatever. Not only shit dad passed. No, yeah, not, <laughs> um, not many of but us. Yeah, so, yeah, mum would do overnight stays out there and this is when we were older. Yeah. But dad was always, you know, trying to extra income. So I think he was working but I think the having mum not a full-time worker that through most of it kind of mm. gave us the balance. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think if anything, I would have loved to have given my wife the opportunity not to work. Yeah, yeah. right. You know, for the kids' sake as well. Yeah. You know, for her, for the kids. And not, not male show, but it's BS. No, I just it's true, think yeah. that yeah. at the end of the day, the best thing for my children would be for them to have their mother or father, whatever that works, at home with them. Yeah, definitely. So, How did your upbringing shape how you are as a dad though? My, my old man was pretty open with his... Open emotionally. Yeah. Um, That's very rare for that sort of age. Yeah. 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 That generation. He was, yeah, we were all, I mean, you know, hugging and playing and and that sort of stuff. Because I think he, if I think about it, I think being an educator teacher, he saw what the kids who didn't have that engagement Mm. was like. So, I I mean, we grew up quite a religious family, so it was church on Sunday morning. So we had the routine and then it was, it was, AFL on Saturday, which go pretty much we'd play, we play under 18s and then we play Bs and then we play the A grade in the afternoon. So was there, we were all we were there pretty much, yeah, all through that. Mm. Um, so yeah, so very much community. So it was either the football community, or the church community, and then the school school community. Yeah, I think that that kind of rounded it off. Yeah, and Dad was quite active in in the church and then also being the school teacher, so in the yeah. community as well. So. Yeah. Do you try and have that for your kids now, like the community side definitely. of things? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. COVID was hard for that. Yeah. Like that that caned, mm. caned me. I'm a hugger. Like, I, yeah. I, I've got to shake your yeah. hand, look you in the eye, and I, you know, I want to give you a hug. Couldn't even shake hands. You yeah. had the elbow touch. Yeah. That yeah. weird. Oh, yeah. The COVID, I mean, yeah, COVID shake, fist whatever. And people yeah. doing like foot, knee, foot, foot fives. Yeah, like, oh, so I don't weird. know. So, Orcs. Um, yeah, it's community's massive. And I think that's, that's where. Mental health, mental wellness, mental fitness is falling down because we don't have that community engagement, you know. Um, and then the pressures are really mounting on the individual, and then the the nuclear family, whatever that looks like, you know, maybe two split families, or maybe yeah. maybe mum and dad still together, but you know, it's so insular that everyone's just relying on themselves. Mm. And I think that's how we're supposed to be, you know. Your Miss Nine, she would have been. Right through the the height of COVID, like with the homeschooling and you know all this, mm. how did she go socially? Like, did you see a big change? Like, because she get through a couple of years or a year or two. No, so it, yeah, no, she went. No, no, then, she, no, she. What did we have? We had, I think, we had like twelve teachers in the first six months of her prep year. Holy shit, that's a lot. Yeah, so she was all over the place, and then I I remember that, you know. Because we, we had no continuity through the education, the end of the year comes and end of year, you apparently you've got to do grading it for a prep. I don't know what you grade a prep. But there was some there must have been some sort of test, but you could just see the pressure. You know, first year of prep, test, nothing obviously right through that. There was no structure through the class. And then next minute mm-hmm. she's got to sit down and do a any sort of test. Yeah. No one likes a test. Generally. Especially just, when you're five years old. Firstly, I, I try not to use the word test at all. This is like, tell me what you know. This is a tell me what you know paper. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you know nothing, then cool. Then I, what do I need to do? Yeah. As the educator, like yeah. that's what I might, but can only imagine as a five-year-old. And coming from, you know, daycare. Oh. You know what I mean? Like first yeah. year. I take care it's just like, do I want to paint or do I want to play in the sand? Uh-huh. I'm throw I want to throw this. Or do I, I want to sleep? Yeah, that's <laughs> like, right. I always say when I'm either picking up or dropping off mine, there's been a few occasions where you, you see a kid who's just losing it. Mm. You know, like my heart breaks yeah. for that little guy or that little girl because mm. you just know that their world is completely crumbling mm. and, you know, and then you look at, Mum and dad, and mum and dad are like, schedule. We've got to be somewhere. We've got to go now. You know, this again, it goes back to that, that little word margin. So, let's talk about your um, your parenting style, Cal. Mm-hmm. How does it differ from your missus? You, you, My missus is better. I was going to say, you you would have taken a bit from your dad, like you've said, yeah. the, making the time and the connection and stuff. But yeah, how, how would she be better? Oh. She follows. No, we all have to say that. But. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, no, oh, no. I, can, I will happily say that and 100% believe it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, my missus is amazing. She's um, she holds it together, holds us together. I'm all over the place, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm away. If I'm away working for the last, like I said, the last last 12 months, I've been so 12 months, 30 weeks of the of the year I was mm. away. Um, you know, got. Got grandma in there, which is fantastic. That's got that support. So yeah, good. we've got support, which is fantastic. Yeah. That, that's 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 the blessing in it. Um, but as far as oh, I read lines, still, like I I can't stand to get grumpy. I don't I don't do rudeness well, which mm. is probably why I'm out of youth work now. Like yeah, when I, yeah. when it was when I was forty, yeah, twenty twenty odd or early twenties, cool, calm, collected, nothing really, you know, water for ducks back, but. After I think I went back in it was about two three years ago and it was just I I couldn't deal with respect is big on my yeah priority list you know growing up in a religious family and um, having that community base I'm yeah. sure yeah yeah you got pulled in a line even yeah. you know playing footy you, yeah. it didn't matter the old water boy the old the old water boy who was the captain who who was the president in you know 1976 yeah. clip over the head everyone listened that sort of thing yeah. Um, yeah. So, so how I, do you deal with it when the girls are, or when the kids are rude to you? Because it'd be different for a girl and a boy as well. The way you you, you deal with the Mister Five's really he's sensitive. He's like me. He's he's emotionally wise, you know. So he yeah. he he's really sensitive. So I can almost if it's it's raising a voice or just looking at him, and he'll oh the dad eyes. He gets the dad eyes for sure. Only because I'm scared of where I could go. Yeah, okay. With it, you know. Um, yeah. Emotion. So background, Zulu Scottish Italian. And the Italian blood kind of just boils Snap. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, so I'll, I'll listen to them talking back to grandma or, or mum once, twice. And I'll, I'll bellow from the other side of the house, which is probably not good, but it's better than me. And I do this as well, you know. Sometimes it's, it's, I storm up to a door. It's like, what are you doing? Mm. Mm. You don't talk to people like that. Where, where do you, where do you learn it from? Because you didn't learn it here, or maybe you did learn it here on those iPads, which I want to throw in the bin. <laughs> yeah. But you yeah. know, it's yeah. You know, when I was diagnosed with ADHD, I, my wife went down the rabbit hole with me in, in in a lot of research and being able to relate to me, 
allowed me to become a better father. Okay. It allowed me to slow down and, and not not redline as quickly as I would have because of all the, the stimuli and then the kid going off. Um, so, yeah, just taking that breath and then trying to understand, okay, so where's, where's these behaviours coming from? Why am I reacting? Mm. And why am I triggered? So you're doing a lot of self-reflection before you're reacting to these, um, these behaviours, eh? Most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. And if you ask my kids, they probably said, no, he never does. But yeah, it, yeah, a lot of reflection. Yeah. A lot of reflection. Do you think that's improved since the diagnosis? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I was explaining to you to you guys in, in the way in, you know, it, I, when someone – and when I was working at the, the rehab, a lot of guys would come in with undiagnosed or, or diagnosed ADHD and they would use substances that mimic dexamphetamine or, or yep. you know, the speed. Um, and it's because you could – things slow down. You're not so reactive. You focus a bit more. Yeah. I remember the first day I came in, came back from the docks, sat down on the couch, TV was on, kids running around, noisy. And we had a conversation for, it would have been 15 minutes, my wife and I just explaining what was going on. And my wife's like, so, you know, that's the first time we've had a conversation for 15 minutes you haven't blown up. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Because I was able to focus. Yeah. Because I was able to, you know, play with the kids, not not tell them to be quiet. Like, she used to always get, wonder why I couldn't have the kids behind me in the car while I was driving. And she would be talking to me and the radio was on. I'd be like, like just white knuckling driving yeah, because wow. the kids were, they were too much. Yeah. You know, I could concentrate yeah. on the road. I knew where I wanted to go. But their noise... My wife's talking to me and I was just like, mm, just feeling it boil. But now it's just like, okay, I can block things out. Yeah. It's yeah. not a skill that I, I thought I could, I had. So what were the signs for you to go and get diagnosed? Because yeah. I'm interested in all this. I'm, yeah. Yeah, well, me, shit, I need crazy, to, we need to have more chats, Cal. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not for me personally. Oh, yeah, probably for me <laughs> But no, just what you're saying, like, and for all of our listeners out there too, like, but even me, I'm thinking for me as a dad, but then me as a person for my mates and then as an educator, I'm thinking, fuck shit, mm. your, your analogies you're using. Mm. And I'm like, fuck, finally makes sense for this poor kid is in front of me going, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. I'm like, you know, and I'm like, yeah. And then every, and it makes more sense to me every time I'm now talking to him, I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah. Yeah. He just did this like 20 minutes ago. Yeah. Mm. Huh? So the yeah. executive function for, for the ADHD brain, uh, so that's all this, your, your time management skills. Yeah. Yeah. Um, don't have any. Yeah. They're not, they're, they're not, they're not, they're not mm. functional. Yeah. Um, so, you know, my phone, I've got, I've got OneNote notes, which I transferred from Evernote from 2013. Mm-hmm. Because I take notes. Because if I don't take notes, my wife used to send me to the to the shops. It was only since my diagnosis, like if it's more than three, write it down. Yeah, simple things like that. You go but, for three. I'm like, if it's more than one thing, I'm writing it down. 
Maybe three. I got ADHD. <laughs> what? Yeah. It was more than three. I'm coming home with 30 things that are different and not one of those three. Yeah. Oh, not on the list. No. Yeah. The amount of times I used to go to the shops and come home and not have what, what I was supposed to do. Oh, that's gold. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. We, so, we, we, sorry. We sidetracked there. So what were the signs you were? Tell us. Yeah. So signs. <laughs> signs. Um, so, fellas, I, I, certainly nothing to be proud of, but, you know, I think I had over 20 jobs in in less than five years. Yeah. Because hospitality, bounce around hospitality, yep. easy enough to do, love hospo. Um, but just could not, like I just get frustrated. Oh, this owner did this or never, never customers. Customers were great. I loved them. Um, and generally loved me because I was like a ball of fire and fun all in one <laughs> <laughs> trying to make their, ba- make their day. Um, so, yeah, heaps of jobs. Unable to plan budgeting. I was a shit as budgeting. Um, money management, time management, uh, scheduling. Uh, that, yeah, the executive functioning. Hindsight, foresight. Um, getting into major arguments with, with my wife. I used to hate when she'd come to me for, for a recommendation or my, my thoughts on a certain subject. Because I'd have one. Oh, well, they, and they never go with your thought anyway. No, they always no, go no. with their own what they want. And I'm like, well, <laughs> screw it. Why are you coming to me? Don't, don't, if, you, if you're not going to talk, listen to me. And she'd be like, no, because this, this and this had happened. Obviously, she'd planned three. She'd seen that, what I came up with, mm. and planned three steps forward. Went, mm, there's a roadblock. Mm. Me, I'm like, roadblock? Just pivot right, go around it, go over it, yeah. go through it, keep on going. That sounds like a, let's have that chat in three more steps. Yeah, yeah. It, sounds like, it sounds like a later problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not right now. Um, but yeah, she's yeah, wife's a spreadsheet queen, and I know that everyone's minds work differently, and there's nothing you know nothing I want to say about that. But the fact is, is that as an adult, and you've got more things to juggle, especially as a father, husband, as a husband with a wife when you're newly married, you're married to another adult. So at the end of the day, you know you mess up. She can look after herself, really, um, as long as you don't mess up too much but then when you got kids and those little lives are depending on you yeah. that's where it goes uh, yeah. okay I need to get get this together yeah 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 there you go and so what was what was the route from there so you saw some signs mm. saw your GP GP went to went to a counsellor yep um didn't did I think I've I don't know I've I've been self-reflective for a long time I think especially to working with youth so this is post youth work um, and going okay there's things that I need to adjust and I can change myself and dig deep on a lot, lot of negative chat a lot of not depressive moods but certainly some spiraling um, mm-hmm. that I was helped being pulled out through friends and that community work again. Um, so from the GP, it was the counsellor and they did the, the initial test. I think yeah, there's, there's 20, there's 10 questions and you've got to get at least four, three yep. in the, they've got to tick off on it basically. Yeah, they, yep. um, and then, so from there, it happened really quickly. Like if I, I'm on a lot of pages now 
uh, Facebook pages and you know people are waiting six eight months for diagnoses. It's crazy. Um, adults or kids? Adults, this is adults and kids. Yeah, well, see, I know kids are because it's it's a gap. No one can get them to see a peed firstly yeah. to do anything, mm. and yeah, so adults is the same game as well. Yeah, there's we, we need more, more and more people in this because, mm. like you said, there's these amazing people who are doing these awesome things, but everyone has their tether. Yep, and unfortunately for these amazing people, they're dealing with some things that are bloody big. Um. That's what I loved about um, our, those guests that came on from Trademark. Oh, we had Shannon course, from Trademark. Yeah. So Trademark, you've obviously heard of Trademark, mm. the mental health space as well. Yeah. They're, they're doing phenomenal things. Yeah. And it's it's sort of addresses three or four of the things we've chatted about tonight. And one of them is you don't know what to say when someone's opening up. Oh, here's a barcode. Let's just scan that. Mm. Have you here, here? I reckon you guys, you, you could definitely benefit from giving these guys a call, like the people that come up when you scan the barcode. This is a trained professional and they'll talk to you yeah. um, in the for trade hours or whatever it is. So then there's that. They're, like they're also starting conversations. So yeah. wearing the, the Larry gear, um, it's promoting men to, to start talking. Just talk. It's, yeah. it's so good, you know. And, that, and that's what you're talking about, Dave, with the, the people who are doing such great things. Like they're, they're facing the battle in, on a few fronts as well. So, yeah. uh, But they can only do so much. And I think the other key to it is to, to – and. You know, I'm, I'm, I, I totally believe that counsellors, psychologists and, and psychiatrists have their place. But the mental health model in, in the medical model, it's not, it's not working, you know. Mm. Men, are, men are reaching out to these, those professional services and at the same rate that they're killing themselves. Mm. And that hasn't changed in the last five years. So that tells me that there's something not hitting the mark. So we need to spread that load. We need to make, you know, trademark, but make it accessible for people to, to reach out. So a, I've been doing a bit of reading, which is something I couldn't do before medication because mm-hmm. I go to sleep. Um, but there's, there's, a, 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 there's a model of, of task sharing. So I know, I know coaches get a, a bad rap, but I, I, I'm, a, I'm a men's coach. I work in mental health, mental wellness, because I can't say health. Um, Men's mental wellness, resilience and recovery. Coaches A to B. Everyone has had a coach. Most guys have had a coach doing something. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's what it is. And task sharing is the idea that we need non-medical trained practitioners, coaches, who can filter some of that work task load across the community and then also work in conjunction with the psychologists, the counsellors. Because I'm A to B. I'm forward thinking, solutions mm. focused, yeah? yeah. I want to make sure that you can get through your front door, yeah. not start World War Three with your wife, mm. not kill your kids, literally, physically or mentally, yeah. mm-hmm. and then go to sleep so you can go back to work tomorrow. So that's where I... So I, you're making it more... Making support network more accessible mm. and free or cheaper. See, I'm looking... Yeah. For more people, so more it's more people. accessible, and it's about these communities as yeah. well. Yeah. You know, I look at it as that that, that gap, like we, the word gap comes up it's so often in so many different things. But like I said, we're all reaching after these professionals. Mm. What's between exactly? And like you said, like we and we mentioned it just earlier in the show, like 
we sit there and we talk to our mates and it's like we're all in like, you know, six, eight, ten beers down there like, yeah. I don't know what to say to him. Like I'm There's too, not a whole uh, lot of substance uh, to the chat. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? But like, man, yeah, the community. We, community is another word community, too. Yeah. What's in our community and who? And, when, and again, like it comes down to what can we fund? What mm. can we do? Like blokes like you, man, who go out and try to fill that. And, you know, like you said, pragmatic where being male, I'm going to get you from A to B. How are we going to do yep. it? It's just, yeah, it's simple it's simple yeah. stuff. And, and talking. So the community-based stuff is also great. I started a group with a, a good mate over at Oxley um, in his real estate office. And it was, you know, five, six guys on a Tuesday night just talking shit. A bit like this, really. Mm. Just just yeah. sharing, you know, what's going on? What's your challenges? Where's your wins? What do you help with? Just being able to take the beers out of it, just talk. Okay. And these guys are huge. Like some of these... Big Jack, like guys you'd look at and go, there's no way he's going to start talking about his feelings. Mm. But he'll talk. Mm. And then that opens up the floodgates. Because everyone's once, you, once someone's vulnerable enough to share and honest and open, that's sort of unlocking the safe. It's like this is I – I hate the phrase safe places, mm. but it opens up the safe for us to go, all right, <laughs> we're just going to take all the shit off our chest talk about it, pop it in there, that's cool. I don't need to deal with that right now. I don't need to take it back to my wife. I don't have to take it to my kids and I don't have to take it into my sleep tonight yeah. and wake mm. up with tomorrow. I'd love to finish off the chat. Like we've, we've dug real deep in mental yeah. health and men's mental health, which is fantastic um, and it's something we haven't really visited on the podcast no, in depth. Um, so really appreciate you opening up and having a chat about it. But uh, we'll finish off a little bit about – just yeah, I'd love to learn. Like I've learned a bit about you as a father. Yep. Um, but yeah, just a couple of last little things. Um, we ask our guests, "What's your favourite part of being a father, mm. and what's your idea of quality time with your kids?" My favourite part about being a dad, for example, is when I walk in. I only work two days a week, right? Every time I walk in the door, without fail, I could be going coming home from ten hours at work or a ten-minute drive mm. to the bottle and back. And my kids will react exactly the same every time. They'll run up and mm. go, Daddy, and give me a massive cuddle. That's my favorite, completely yeah. favorite part about being a dad. It's the smiles, mate. Yeah. The smiles for me. Yeah. Smiles are amazing. Mm. I, I don't know, it might sound a little bit no, man, left of field. Up, bro. No, just, you know, when your kid falls asleep in the car and you've got to take him in? Oh, that cuddle? The cuddle. That's oh. good. The, the, the limp. Yeah. yeah. Just. And they just breathe. They're in you, right up against your neck and in your ear. And yep. you're just like, yeah. That's good. Love that. This is mine. Yeah. That reminds <laughs> Yeah, that rem, but you know, like, you know that reminds yeah. me? It's like, if, yes, if, hey, I've made this. Yeah. But it's also <laughs> be like, like, I'm. this is me. Like, I'm carrying them. Yeah. And this this reminds me of like, why am I doing it? Yeah. Mm. Because they're limp. Because they're not holding themselves. Like, it's all I'm them. Yeah. 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 I've got to be here. Yeah. Yeah. Who else is going to do that? I don't want exactly. anyone else doing it. No, no. exactly. No. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what about quality time with them? What's your mm. what's your fa- your favorite thing to do with them when you're home from? And is it different work? for your boy? Well, and is it different yeah. for your boy and your girl? So something we my myself and my girl did at the end of last year because I was away so much. Um, we did a little daddy daughter date on a Sunday oh. afternoon. I took her up to um, the lakes up behind Strathpine. 
Oh, yeah. And we got some uh, Krispy Kreme donuts. Sick. Oh, yeah. And we sat and watched the sunset. And That's cool. Oh. That was cool. And nice little date, yeah. Um, and I wanted to start doing that with my wife yep. this year more. Um, but also my son, obviously not a date. But uh, I think hanging out. Fuck yeah, it is. Yeah. Still a date. You can have a date yeah. with it. Yeah. Yeah, you can. You can. It's probably different. Watching, watching my son play his guitar. Oh yeah, come on. Like yeah. he's like he doesn't like he's just like nah. he is full rock rock dog kind of <laughs> <laughs> like there's nothing no he's all out. But he's he's so intense about it. Mm. And I think that's like en- we, so all of his energy is going into that. Yeah. Yeah, and he stares you down, yeah. like he's looking oh. you right in the air, like I'm on his bed and he's putting on a show. It's that's the best. In his undies. <laughs> Just so he, thrashing. So, okay, so he's just born in the wrong decade. So he oh, for be, sure. So for he, sure. He, he needed to be 18 in the 80s yeah. when he was on the rock. Well, he's going right. to bring it back because you know it's all going to swing around. Of course so it is, yeah. He'll, he'll be right there at the precipice <laughs> when it peaks again. That's gold. So, yeah, that's that's probably. Mm. Awesome, man. No, that's good. Nicely opened up. And um, you said your wife is the one that holds it all together. What's your secret to a happy marriage? Check-ins. Oh, yeah. We haven't done it for a while. We do it. We change when we were dating. We would have check-ins. I think we still do it, but we don't. We don't, I guess, call it a check-in as much. But mm. it's still yeah. check-ins. So, can you elaborate on that a little bit? Just, just as in, is it a, is it as simple as a sit down and have a chat? How things are going, or just yeah, trying to find time. that time. Yeah. And it's hard. It's hard. We, you know, we're busy. We're ships in the night sometimes. Um, but yeah, it's 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 just what's going on. Yeah, where the kids are. What happened today? Um, yeah, I think that's 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 key. Cool. Just lines of communication. Something that we're not all not all great at. Really, no. I'm personally I'm terrible at it. So, no, oh, I've got to talk. Yeah. I have to talk. It's a, otherwise, I it just it's like a pressure release. Yeah. Um, you might see that with your, you know, your ADHD mm. kids. You know, they've just got to talk. They talk all the time. Because um, if it, the other thing is, if, if you don't get it out, I'll forget about it. I'll move on. Yeah. So I've yeah, learned that if yeah. I move on and my wife's still stewing on something, and I haven't addressed it, it's going to come back and bite me. Oh no! Yeah. So true. you kind of go, okay, what's going on? But in your mind, it's. You've moved on. It's done. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Okay, hundred percent. Yeah, um, but if I don't give her the chance to, to to address to it, open, yeah, and for well, clearly it's all working. Like you said, you, you know, for you know, no hindsight for thinking. Mm. Got to get it. Yeah. do it now. She's to hate it. Shit, that moment of the Shit dad moment of the week is where we reflect on something that's happened during the week that isn't always like it doesn't have to be funny or anything like that. It's just something that's happened that you thought, ah, oh, I think a few dads might benefit from hearing this. That they're not alone. This this happens to everyone. <laughs> um, but they always end up being lot pretty lighthearted anyway. So I'll kick it off just to to set the scene uh at Australia Zoo with um Dave and his family on the weekend and they're all playing in that little water park section. So at this point, we're probably about four hours in, you reckon? Uh, yeah. we've, we've been walking around. We've seen – we're just about to go watch the croc show, having some lunch. And um, they're starting to get a bit like – not feral, but like 
Yeah, they're start, the behavior's starting to wane, we'll say. <laughs> yeah. And um, Mr. Five, always is him. Uh, so he decides to, like they're all running around in the splash park. Um, he's got one of the water jets coming out of the ground. He's standing over it, so it's absolutely punishing his dirt. And he's <laughs> standing there looking me dead in the eye with the biggest <laughs> shit-eating grin, water jet up his dirt, and he's just like this. And he spelled out with his finger in the air the word shit. Oh, did he? <laughs> I missed this. I didn't oh. know whether to laugh, get angry, or cry. I was just like, I had to turn around <laughs> and just reflect for a second. And then I was just like, nah, I, I had to let it go. I was like, it was just too funny not to. Just the whole, the trifecta, the holy trinity of just the situation. I was just like, you it. did not point that out to me. Yeah. Oh. I didn't want to like condone it because I knew we'd just stand there taking the piss the whole time and laughing. Um, but yeah, that was that was my my shit dad moment was just allowing it, allowing it to happen, just letting it go. Like, I actually don't care, you know. Oh. It's something that I probably used to get pissed off about, and I was just like, nah, you know what? Fair play. I think that's clever though to let. Oh, I think that it's probably better in your part to yeah. let it happen. Yeah. Because if you had turned to me on. I can watch this, Dave. We'll just push this <laughs> and we would have made a big deal of it. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. he would have thought that was the fucking funniest yeah, thing exactly, ever. Yeah. And then just gone. Yeah. And that is exactly right. In the croc show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what yeah. else can I spell? Yeah. 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 I'm like, you will still get in trouble whether you spell it or say it, dude. Yeah. So just, just chill. I do know how to sound at the foot. Oh. <laughs> I, to- I told you about that. That was one of my shit dad moments um, in the past. It was a hysteric- historical shit dad moment. The, you know how on the iPads at school they've got like this um, that app where it makes the sounds? Yeah, like the, yeah. Sh- the phonics. Yeah, yeah the yeah. phonics. Yeah, yeah. So my kids have obviously found the swear words. So they're just like <laughs> pressing the button and say, Daddy, watch this. Shh. It. I'm like, okay. Let's let that one slide. Don't do it at school, okay? <laughs> Turn that into a teaching moment next time. How many sounds is that? Go. Cal, do you have one? Or yeah, I've got do? one. Yeah, go. So over the weekend, luckily, talking about uh, stairs at the beginning of the podcast. Yeah. So we get invited to uh, some friends, so school friends. We've known these kids obviously through the last few years, and um, Mister Mister Five goes, "I wonder if they've got stairs." I'm like, why is that, mate? What? Why? Oh, nah, I like stairs. I want a house with stairs. <laughs> okay. They oh. always lead to something. Yeah. <laughs> So this is early in the day. Before we leave, yeah, they've got to have stairs. Some wife goes, why have they got to go have stairs? Oh, just so I can push daddy down the stairs. Oh, <laughs> oh he's gone dark. And I'm like, that's grim. Who are you? Yeah. yeah. So, Holy shit. What, what's he holding on to? I don't know. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> I'd be sleeping with one eye open if I were you, eh? And I'm never walking this kid upstairs, ever. Yeah. I'm putting all the knives at the top of the, sh- <laughs> the top of the cupboard. See, I always thought it was B Miss Nine that takes me out, but because um, <laughs> she, yeah, she'll, nah. she'll rule the world. But yeah, got to watch, yeah, got to watch the little. Now you're watching your back, man. I thought it was my wife that always took me out. Joking. No, anyway, so mine actually again comes from Australia Zoo. We spoke about it earlier about the um, how far is too far, like with the kids, especially of your you know your friends' kids. Because I think if our wives weren't there, it would have been a totally different story. Oh, too. it would have been chaos. But yeah, yeah, because well, I definitely got a couple of looks. Let's be honest, if our wives weren't there, we wouldn't have gone. 
yeah. <laughs> or with kids anyway. <laughs> no. Uh, and if we were going alone, we definitely weren't going to Australia Zoo. <laughs> no, but so mine, I had two near, near shit dad moments mm-hmm. and then one. So my nears came from at the same thing, water park. Ten-month-olds finally decided oh, yeah. I'm crawling. So commandoed for ages. Commander, command, command, command. You can get up and do it. You know that. But now, no, nah, I'm up. Look at me go. Climb up on anything. Started going. The missus had just taken Miss Three to the bathroom. And she's out there crawling about. I'm like, oh, this is great. Just puddling down the bottom. It's a frog thing that croaks. So for people who haven't been there, croaks, croaks. And then the croaks change a little bit. I'm like, oh, shit, something's coming. Anyway, it's like a bucket. It's like a water bucket. Anyway, and she was like right there, and I'm like, oh god! And her face looks like, and I'm like, oh, tis, 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 No, no, okay, you're good, cool. Anyway, put it straight back down. Straight back down. Anyway, next thing you miss was Miss Three hates it. Hates the buckets. Goes stands near it, watches it. Anyway, I picked it up one time. I, Just come here. I knew it was coming. Figure out the croaks. Come here. Come. Oh, okay, Daddy. Pick her up. Anyway, sitting right under it and just smash the same face. And I'm like, like, I'm like, that was fun, wasn't it? Yeah, real fun. Giving it to me like just, just going. You're like, yeah, give me that dopamine because you're like, you know, give me the credit. I'm gonna push you down the stairs later, Dad. What do I need to miss to five? But yeah, so that were my two near misses because I thought, fuck, that could have ended. Both of them could end well. Came on the bouncy piddle pillow, not the piddle. Could have been good. Could have been good too. I know. Miss 10-month-old was with me, sitting on my lap, and I was just sitting there, and she was sitting in front of me, so bouncing. The kids behind me, that was enough to give her a bouncing, whatever. For one second, I just must have turned over, whether it was mine, someone else's, and I've just turned. And I must have let go of her, and she's a fucking fidget worm, massively at the best of times. Must have just let go of her for a second. She's leant over my knee. At the same time as someone's bounced and they're just gone, boop, 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 rolled a bit. Like, oh, good, oh. And then I'm like, looking, looking. Like, You're not crying. <laughs> no one saw it. No, the wife saw it. Oh, of course. Of course you did. It's oh. like watching me like a whore. Out of the 30 adults that were there, the and wife saw it. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. And then the next one's like, I was going to get her off anyway. I'm like, Nah, you won't. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so a uh, bit of advice too. Just don't don't take your ten month old on the bouncing pillow. Yeah, probably not ideal. No, but she would love it. No, yeah. she actually she did love it, and said like I think you know their face when like when the kids are learning to walk and they fall. Yeah, and their face goes huh, and they fall out. Oh no, I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm okay. yeah. it was kind of like that shot. And I'm like, oh, you call me dad. It's <laughs> 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 not going to be the last time, sweetie. <laughs> oh, but no. Oh, that's too good. That was it. Good times. Well, that that well, you've, we've thrown you in the deep end there, Calvo. You've come out with, with flying colours, so fair play. And that's uh, that's pretty much a great spot to leave it, I think. So oh. that's um, that wraps up episode seventy-eight of the Shit Dad Podcast, boys. So thanks again, Cal. Cheers, fellas. It's been an absolute thanks, legend and a um, pleasure having me on. Thanks for filling Cam's spot, mate. That's it was great too. Last. It was last minute. <laughs> well, was, actually, your your invite was last minute. <laughs> and Cam I don't, I don't mind minute. having a chat, so it's yeah, okay. Yeah. Nah, mate, it was it's absolutely There'll great. There'll be more to come, so, mate. Definitely. Sweet. Have a good week, everyone. 
Whether you came for some dad advice, a laugh or some dad hacks, we thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen. Please get involved on our socials at ShitDadPod on Instagram and TikTok or ShitDadPodcast on Facebook and, of course, the share line 07 And support the guys who keep us rolling, Black Property Group and Anytime Fitness Griffin. Add value to your house with your dad bod out. And don't forget, whether you're here for your kids daily or not, be present wherever you can because we're all in the same boat when it comes to fatherhood for the kids.